You're listening to The Truth With Studi on the Stream Grace Network. Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's edition of The Truth With Studi. If you tuned in at 7, uh, had a little technical difficulty, still figuring out this live broadcasting. This is only the third live episode. And uh, last week we took off because of our country's uh, celebration of their independence on the 4th of July. And so here we are. Uh, it's already July 11th of 2023. Where did the time go? I hope everyone had a great time last week. Uh, if you're here in the United States of America celebrating and uh, enjoying uh, the celebration of our dependence, uh, which was a, a great celebration because, you know, back in 1776, uh, God assisted our army, the colonial army, in gaining independence from the British Empire. So you had a bunch of, uh, you had a bunch of traders and uh, farmers, um, you know, basically going up against a British empire, right? So you had to have the hand of God help in that situation. It's a David and Goliath story. But anyway, I hope you all had a great week last week. Well, this week is starting off with a bang, and I'm praying that you are on here. If you're on here, if you're listening, whether it's live or later to the rebroadcast and the replay, then it is by no mistake. It is by divine appointment, and God has something for you. Um, I completely rely on him for these messages. Uh, I go back and listen to myself over and over again because again it's the Holy Spirit he dwells in us and through us and he speaks to us and he ministers to us and uh, and so it's pretty awesome so tonight anyway I wanted to get in to um, our subject matter and uh, that is uh, confidence um, you know, just a little story, just thinking, just off the top of my head, just growing up where I did. I grew up in a, grew up a very hostile neighborhood, very dangerous neighborhood, very scary neighborhood. And I had a, just a mother that raised me. I didn't have a father in the home, didn't meet my dad till I was 18, so... Um, made the situation just uh, that much more scarier in the uh, environment we lived, the neighborhoods we lived, the crime rates, and um, all the the situations that happened, right? And had one situation after the other that always challenged uh, challenged me, uh, whether it was dealing with gangs, dealing with bullies, uh, dealing with literally, you know, the loss of life, <laughs> the loss of uh, possessions. Um, I had many opportunities to be fearful and to be anxious and to be scared. But praise God, uh, my Heavenly Father was with me. He, He's the Father to the fatherless, and He was there. 
And on many, many occasions, he put that peace in me and he put that confidence in me so that I could stand up in the face of any giant, any circumstance, any situation, and not back down. And it wasn't a faith in myself, because uh, I was just a little kid, and I was, I was uh, very small in stature, that didn't weigh much at all. And, uh, but I uh, had a boldness and a confidence because of uh, who I knew I was in Jesus Christ, even at a young age. So, you know, just talking about that, what, what is confidence? What does uh, the modern day definition, as far as right now, uh, I looked it up earlier, and, uh, you know, there's three definitions. The first one is confidence means the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something firm trust. And so, for instance, like we had every confidence in the staff. As an example for that, uh, another definition is the state of feeling certain about the truth of something. And then the final definition given, it says a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. So let's get into this. So if you are in Christ, if you are a Christ follower, if at some point in your life you have asked the Creator, you've asked, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I believe in you. I believe you raised, uh, you, were, you were crucified, you were you know, executed on the cross, and you were raised on the third day. I, I trust and believe in that, and I declare you as my Savior and my Lord. And if you've done that, then you, you are what John in John chapter 3 where he's talking to Nicodemus he says you're born again you're born again in the spirit you're born into him and so that means that we live in Christ we dwell in Christ and he dwells in us and so Philippians let's go to Philippians and if you have not read or studied the book of Philippians, you are cheating yourself, brother or sister. Whoever's listening to this, you gotta get in Philippians. Now, especially you get you get into Philippians 4. Oh my goodness. I could read that and speak it out loud over and over. It's got so much uh, goodness and gold and gems. But let's go to chapter 1, verse 6. It says, Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. So what is that? What, what is that good work? Well, again, when you had your new birth date, when you became a born-again person and you became adopted into the kingdom of God and you became what scripture says a co-heir with Christ, then that is when he began. He started a good work in you because he's dwelling in you. 
and that's why it's called the gospel and that's why we spread the gospel because the gospel is the good news the good news of what the good news of jesus that jesus came to give us life to give us life abundantly to dwell with us to give us that purpose-driven life so he could lead and guide us so that we could be one with the Father and he ascended so the Holy Spirit could come dwell in us and Holy Spirit when we are aligned with the Holy Spirit then we can get our identity in who we are in Christ and who we are in the Word of God and that's when scripture that's when the Bible becomes alive and it's no longer a boring text but it becomes alive off the pages and we discover who we are in those words as God reveals and discerns that information to us because again he's our creator he's our manufacturer and so again, Philippians 1.6, being confident of this, that he began a good work and you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. So if you grew up in a home, unfortunately, I know there's kids that grew up in homes where their parents just, you know, verbally abused them. They called them losers. They said, you'll never amount to anything. And that is just the worst thing you could ever do to a child if and, and I pray you, you know if you ever did that and you know you've repented of that I, I pray that you go back to that child and, and, and truly you know ask forgiveness because that's so harmful and it can be literally a life impacting um, dilemma for them. I was very blessed with a mother that spoke positive things over me. Um, and in a grandmother that spoke positive things into my life and and constantly you know had that um, had that positive reinforcement right so I was blessed with that but you know unfortunately whether it's uh, whether it's a parent whether it's a step parent you may be in a situation where you grew up where you were not raised by your parents and you were raised by foster parents or that was just you know, fostering you so they could get a check from the government or whatever and they just you know told you you were not going to amount to anything or say you have a disability um, maybe you have a mental disability maybe you have a physical disability and so you feel limited and you feel like you can't do it well right here guess what you got Christ you can be confident in this because he's beginning a good work in you so he will fulfill help you fulfill your purpose and and do everything above and beyond anything what you could think or imagine and you'll be amazed at what he will allow you to do when you have that confidence in him you can be like david right uh, little david he he had become uh, the anointed uh you know future king even though his older brothers looked down upon him like that's just our little runny brother he's out being getting stinky with the sheep taking care of our dad's sheep and then you know here there's the brothers they're they're there and they're they're there to battle the philistines and they're seeing goliath come and and, and mock them the mock the people of god and and of course he's a giant you know the, this gigantic man who very intimidating and and then here comes little brother here comes little david david's clomping along did he did he you know he's and, and they're like what what are you doing here 
come on little bro like you need to be back cleaning up sheep poop uh for dad like come on what are you doing here we're trying to fight here and you know david he uh, he ignores them because david understood i will save that battle for another day i'm not going i'm not here to battle my brothers right i'm here to defend the name of the lord and his people and so he had full confidence because again god had showed him in his past you know the word of his testimony was strong because you know he said hey god helped me to destroy a lion he you know destroyed bears i protected the sheep and so hey i did that god helped me with that this giant he'll help me with that as well and so david wasn't confidence in his own self but he was confidence in the strength and power of god through him knowing that the victory has already been won the victories in god and god has the victory and that he's going to be the vessel and so you know the rest of the story what happened he slayed that stinking giant you know and uh he he, he took his head off of him you know and uh sh- showed it to the philistines and had them running for for the uh for the woods so again he understood confidence the confidence in god And speaking of David, he wrote the famous psalm, the psalm of David, Psalm 23. I love this psalm, and if you've ever heard it sung in a song, they've got different versions out there. It's beautiful. Let's read it together, starting with verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yeah, that though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies, and thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. And then here's the big one. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now, if you can read that Psalm 23 and you're going through some stuff and you read that and at the end of it, if you're not built up in your spirit, if you're not excited, if you're not fist pumping, if you're not shouting, <laughs> then you need to go back and read again and say, Holy Spirit, read it through me because that's awesome. That, that psalm is awesome. And this is written by a, by a man of God, a man that God said, uh, in his words, says, David, a man after God's own heart. Okay? David, this is a man that you know. He is confident. He knows who he is in God. Because why? Because he knows. The Lord's my shepherd. I'm his sheep. The sheep know the shepherd's going to take care of them. You know, 
you know, I don't have to worry about the wolves on the other side over there. I can lay down in these green pastures because the Lord, my shepherd's got me. He's got a rod. That that old wolf tried to come get me. He's going to knock him out with that that rod. He's like, you know, he instead of saying, Mama going to knock you out, he goes, my Lord going to knock you out. You better stay away from my sheep, God said. You know, he has his rod and his staff to comfort me. Right, he even prepares tables before us in the presence of our enemies. Right, so we can have confidence no matter what the situation is. If we're dealing with multiple enemies, we don't we don't have to fight them. We we just show the love of God, and God takes care of the rest because He prepares that table for you. Uh, he anoints, you know, the head with oil, uh, which is powerful because. You know, if you're you're dealing with some things, you get some bondage, then that anointing oil, yeah, it's the anointing that breaks that bondage. So again, if you're having issues with confidence because of sin, just kind of going off on a tangent here, but I, I, I feel in the spirit just some of you folks are out there that it says it's hard for me to have confidence because I struggle with this sin. Uh, you may be struggling with... Um, you know, you keep going back to the same old stuff like a dog returns to his vomit. Maybe you keep going back to that bottle. You, you'll go for a long stint and then you go back to that alcohol. Maybe you uh, you you have an addiction and you're bringing up the internet and you, you go to certain porn sites or maybe it's not even porn. Maybe you're just looking lustfully at a woman or if you're a female, you're looking lustfully at a man and you can't over come that and you're struggling with that and so when you do come you know to the father when you do come to the lord it's hard for you to have that confidence in your situations because you're like well i'm just sinning um but then you know you what you got to do is think back go, go back and listen to to the message that i have on uh, performance based based salvation that when i was a guest on uh, on my good uh, brother's uh, jeremiah smith's ministries podcast right and talk about that it's not about your performance base you know it's about who you are in christ so so let, let's talk about that let's talk about that what what do you do to get over that first of all you give to god and you 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 surrender and you submit right when that temptation is coming when that sin's coming um that's appealing that the enemy appeals that to your flesh so you got to kill you, you just again daily die daily to the flesh put it on the cross right and give yourself to god and surrender and submit to god and then it says once you've done that then you know you submit yourself then to god then resist the devil, and then that old devil got to flee. In fact, you know, Hebrews 4, um, was it in verse 14, it says, So then, since we have a great high priest who's entered heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to what we believe. This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses, for he faced all the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. See, that's the key. Jesus didn't sin, and it's he who dwells in us. So if that's the case, then what does it say, verse 16? So let us come boldly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let us come boldly, with confidence, right, to the throne of our gracious God, 
Because there we will receive his mercy and we'll find grace to help us when we need it the most. Oh my gosh, there's your key right there. It's referring back to Psalm 23 in verse 6. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Isn't that wonderful? We have two companions. You may not be aware of them, but they're there. And they're the companions that God puts with his sheep. And it's goodness. And it's mercy. And here we see, with this, we get to come boldly to his throne. Asking our Heavenly Father, whatever that we're needing, whatever what we want to go before us in battle, unashamedly, because it's Christ who lives in us. We are clothed in His righteousness. It doesn't depend on our own righteousness. So again, we get to come boldly to the throne. If you're out there, I want you to say that with me right now. Say, I can come boldly, unashamedly to that throne of our gracious God, because there's where we receive his mercy, and we find grace to help us when we need it most. And, you know, I'm loving this, you know, Psalm 23, getting into Psalms. If you get your Bibles, you know, throw, throw it over there to Psalm 27. Let's look at verse 11 and 13. So, teach me how to live, O Lord. Lead me along the right path, for my enemies are waiting for me. Do not let me fall into their hands, for they accuse me of things I've never done. With every breath they threaten me with violence. Yet I am confident... There is that word again. Yet I am confident I will see the Lord's goodness while I'm here in the land of the living. Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yet, yes, wait patiently for the Lord. So here it is. Here's David. Here is that dude with confidence. He's been through it all. You know, he went from fighting those animals to protect the sheep to fighting this giant Goliath right to even in a, a, a bigger deeper pit in that he had the first king ever of Israel King Saul with his army and his you know, all his power and forces you know coming after him right? They wanted to kill him. Why? Because Saul knew he was the next anointed king. Saul had failed God and knew he was being replaced by this this young shepherd boy, David, and wanted him dead. And imagine, imagine being David. You know, imagine here in America, if, if the president just got all the, the Navy, the army, the you know the Marines, right? The Air Force, and said, "Hey, go take out. I want I I, I want the head of David. You know, let's go sat. Go 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 kill him. You know, I imagine that, right? Um, and that's what it was like at that time. But again, David knew. Wait patient on the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Uh, wait patiently because God is going to have your back." 
And here's the key, folks. Did you know you're not fighting to victory? You're not fighting to victory. A lot of people are saying, you know, God, give me the victory in this. I need the victory in this. Folks, faith is now. Jesus died and rose again over 2,000 years ago. Your victory came over 2,000 years ago. So what does that mean for you? (laughs) What does that mean for you? If you are a Christ follower and you have his spirit in you, you are no longer fighting to victory. You're fighting from victory. It's like a cheat code. Any video gamers out there, right? And you, you do the cheat code so that you can you know, get through a level or whatever untouched. You can turn invisible. I don't know. I haven't played a lot of those video games in a long time, but I'm thinking of that. Or it's like, hey, uh, it's like you ever hear of a fixed fight, right? What if you were going into a UFC match or a boxing match or whatever kind of competition it is, and you knew it was fixed, right? You knew that it was fixed for your benefit that no matter what the outcome was you were going to win right well guess what (laughs) this whole battle this whole life you could basically compare to that because it's fixed (laughs) because we already have the victory go read the end of the bible go read throughout the whole bible over and over and over we have the victory it's already been given right so it's just a matter of doing what david says here right? Being patient, waiting upon the Lord, knowing that God has already did the battle. He's already fought the battle. He's already overcome, okay? When Jesus came back and was raised from the dead, that powerful Holy Spirit that raised him up from the dead, right? After he had been dead for three days, right? That same power that raised him up and conquered death, hell, and the grave, allowing us to give those same keys as we are co-heirs with him. And now that same, the same third person of the Godhead, Holy Spirit, that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, dwells in me. So we can have confidence in that. That is how we have confidence, folks. And those are just some of the keys. Get in the Word. Have God. When you, when you are dealing with the situation, give it to God. Don't worry about it. You know, you know Philippians, it, it says, you know, be, be anxious for nothing. But with prayer... And petition, you know, with your prayer and petition to God in thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God that transcends all that understanding will guard your hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. If you want peace today, it's there. It's available. It's through the Holy Spirit. It gives you peace. If you're not experiencing peace and you're a Christ follower, you're doing it wrong, folks. I'm just going to be direct with you. You're doing it wrong, okay? Because if you are dwelling in the Lord, it it, it says where the 
spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. When there's freedom, there is peace. Okay? I, I love it. Uh, my, my, my awesome brother Jeremiah and his and his message here recently, and he's been going over on fighting, uh, fighting the killer. If you had a chance, go check it out. Jeremiah Smith Ministry. Uh, he's got an amazing series he's doing on that, on, on, on fighting the killer. Who's that killer? It's uh, uh, Satan. And he's talking about peace. And it's like, you know, people want to get out and, and, and you know, look at mountains or, or, you know, look at your surroundings or serenity. Like, I've got to find peace that way. And, yeah, that's that can be serene. But that's no different than happiness, right? Happiness is dependent upon um, possessions or events or outcomes or circumstances. But when you have the joy of the Lord, that's your strength, it doesn't matter what's happening. You have peace and joy, just like this is what we see in David. No matter what his circumstances, he understood that his strength came from that joy of the Lord, which brought that peace again that transcends all it transcends all understanding hey listen if you're listening to my voice today and you're saying studi you just don't know my situation you don't you, you just don't get it like i am in a situation i'm in such a deep pit i'm in such a bad situation i don't even know how to get to the surface level of what you're talking about. I don't even know how to get there. I'm so far lost. I'm so far gone. I've done so much that, like one guy told me one time, God called me to, to turn on an Uber app so I could go pick up this stranger. And then hours later had me picking back up again to minister to him. And just like that, that man, that man, as I picked him up and I told him, because he, he wanted to know why was I stalking him. I said, no. I said, I'm not. God told me to do it. And he goes, God don't want nothing to do with me. I've done too many bad things. You know, he don't have nothing to do with me. He don't care about me. And just like that man, you might be like that man. You might be saying, listen, I have done the worst of the worst. You don't know what I did, Studi. You don't know. You know what? It doesn't matter what I know. It, it's what God knows. And... I know this, he suffered, he came to this planet, and he suffered every temptation, but he didn't falter, he didn't sin, and he went all the way through it to the cross, and he was thinking of you when he died on that cross, when they were beating him, when they were plucking out his beard, when they were putting on the crown of thorns, when they were putting the spear in his side, you were the one that he had in mind. You were the one. You were the one. And guess what? That thief next to him, we don't know all what that thief did. We just know that he was called a thief. He could have been, there's no telling what that guy did. But, but in that small moment of time, while one thief is cussing out our Jesus on the cross, the other thief is like, I'm just this lonely sinner. I'm this lowly sinner. Jesus, can you remember me when you go into your kingdom? And he said, you know, yeah. This day you will be with me in paradise. And look how simple that is. He just asked. He came, he came 
boldly to the throne, not even realizing what he was doing. He did it. He came boldly to the throne of God, dying on a cross, a thief, a sinner. Listen, folks, it doesn't matter what you did. You know what? There is such a thing as a time machine. You just don't realize it. (laughs) And God's outside of the time. God created time. And he knows the end from the beginning. And he has destined you for greatness. He's destined you. He says he's not willing that anyone should perish, but that every living soul would come to the salvation knowledge of Jesus Christ. You may be out there and you may be so hard-hearted, your your heart may be full of stone, that you're, you're saying, I hate you. I don't know who you are, but I hate you, Studi or whatever your name is. But for whatever reason, you keep listening, right? And you've got a hard heart because you've been beaten and you've been hurt and you've been done wrong. And you're that definition of hurt people, hurt people. And you're saying, you know, I ain't buying this. I ain't buying what you're selling today, Studi. Well, guess what? God loves you too. And he's going to keep running after you like he does. He leaves the flock of sheep, the 99, to come after you, the hard-hearted, the hard-headed, the stubborn, the rebel, because he built you for a purpose. He created you for a purpose. He created you to love you, to care for you, and see you do great things to walk in confidence in him to be a victor. He's already given you the victory. Whatever category you fit in, or maybe you're that person that years ago you gave your life to the Lord, but then you slipped away. You got into complacency, and you got into a a place that You just fell into the ways of the world. You fell into the temptations of the world, and you went astray. You lost that love for your first love. If you're fitting any of these categories, I got something for you, okay? Guess what? You don't have to click on a link. You don't have to pay me $59.95 or $299.95 or whatever, right? Those gurus, they got, hey, listen, they, they give you this big spill, and at the end, they go, okay, this is how we're going to help you. You know, you click on the link, you know, put your credit card in there. We're going to get you all taken care of. I got something that's more valuable than anything that the world can offer. Anything that this universe, there's nothing on this planet, there's nothing in this universe more valuable than this, and it's that gift of salvation. And it's what? your creator did your heavenly father did they gave his one and only son so that you might be saved and so pray this with me and pray it like you mean it pray it like your life depends on it because it does because it's salvation it's a surrendering this is not just going through the motions this is meaning that you're going to have a new life. You're stepping out of darkness. You're stepping out of death. You're being resurrected and born again into a new creation. Does it, is that something that you'd like to have? Does that sound fair? That if you do this simple thing, you will have a brand new life. And you can say bye to the old life. 
you don't like who you are, guess what? You don't have to be that person anymore. Because Scripture says, Behold, the old things have passed away. All things become new. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner, but I'm coming boldly to your throne to find that mercy and grace that I'm hearing about right now. Lord God Almighty, cover me with your mercy and grace right now. Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, come dwell in me. I want to serve you for the rest of my life. I want to walk with you and be with you in eternity. I want to change life. Come dwell in me and live in me from this day forward. I believe in you, Jesus. I do believe that you came and you died and you were raised again. Now come dwell in me. I declare you not only my Savior, but my Lord. And I will submit and surrender to you now and for this day forward. Now make me a new creation like your word says. Open your word to my heart and discern it to my mind so that I might walk in your paths of righteousness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you said that prayer, you need to write that down. That's July 11th, 2023. That's your new birth date. You know, just like Nicodemus, he's like, Jesus, what do you mean? Should I get back in the mother's womb, be born again? It's like, nope, but you are. You you are a new creation right now. Write that down. You know, five, ten years down the road, ten, two years down the road, you're, you're going to be telling your testimony. You can go, man, I was listening to this dude on this podcast, and I said this prayer, and my life was forever changed on July 11th. <laughs> now... Some of you folks out there, you're living in Christ, you're a Christ follower, or you just now said that prayer and you became a new Christ follower, and you need to walk in that confidence. Well, there's no better way of doing it than to be filled and baptized in the Holy Spirit. And that's what happened. Go check it out. Acts chapter 2, if you haven't opened the Bible, that's a great place to open, and you can read about the promise of what Jesus said, I must ascend so that the comforter can come, the comfort of the Holy Spirit. He'll come in power. And that's what he did. And that's how the church was birthed. And that's how the, the gospel was spread. And that's how it took over. And to this day, it is, it's the power of God within us, the Holy Spirit. So right now, uh, I'm going to pray for you. And then you can receive the fullness of the Holy Spirit and begin operating in His gifts, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. These are powerful gifts. These are gifts that will allow you to speak with other tongues, which will edify yourself and be used where you can do interpretation of tongues, where God gives you direction for yourself and others, right? To edify the body, to edify other brothers and sisters in the Lord. So right now, just pray right now Father God I pray for this Holy Spirit I pray for that the indwelling the fullness of the Holy Spirit that I be baptized in your spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues right now in the name of Jesus I receive it it's a free gift just like salvation Father God so I receive it 
and fill me right now. In Jesus' name, la bato bakandaradista. Krondaria la bato para lorosson do kore hashembo do darahashi. Klindera da bastado do bamboro do ki. Brandera da bastatakai. Let that loose, let that tongue loose. If it's wanting to get loose, you don't have to think about it. You don't have, it's not like regular talking. You let the Holy Spirit flow right now. And it'll go freely. It'll come freely through you. Just let it flow. Let it flow. Let that spirit flow through you. It's a, it's a, it's a river. It's a, it's a river overflow. And now just just uh, receive that, walk in that, <laughs> get up every morning and say, God, what would you have me to do today? I surrender to, to, to you today. Use me. Use me in the gifts of the Spirit. Add unto me your, your gifts. Let me walk in that. In Jesus' name. Well, I'm so glad you joined me today. I'm so, so glad that you joined me today. You don't know how much of a pleasure it is to minister the Word of God to you. And guess what? You know it's coming if you've been listening before. Um, that's right. <laughs> you've been served the truth. I've been served the truth, even studying <laughs> through the Holy Ghost. And it's uh, nothing but the truth, right? The truth is studi. Hey, listen, folks, get out there, check out the archives. I've got a bunch of messages out there. Build yourself up. Get get that word in you. Oh, open that word. Get you your daily bread, right? Man does not live on bread alone, but every word that proceeded out the mouth of God. Hey, I'm telling you, go have a blessed week. Call in those blessings every morning. God just wants to overflow you with blessings. Receive them in the name of Jesus. And be blessed. May this message find you well. In Jesus' name, 